Hey, y'all. Thank you for coming back and listening to another episode of I Have a Podcast. Today, I am excited to have a podcast, to have a conversation with you guys um, about money, right? Money came up in my last podcast um, as it relates to relationships. We were talking about relationships and um, how partners are behaving, what important aspects men pay attention to in relationships, right? And so this week, um, well, today, I wanted to uh, talk about too. And also money has been coming up a lot just in general from the Birkenbag talk to now um, the versus battle from this week uh, when Jeezy made the comment, his outfit may not cost 10K, but he owns half of Atlanta, speaking about his real estate investments. Um, And so I want to talk about that today. I was good. I had it in my notes a while back that I definitely wanted to discuss this on the podcast at some point, and I just feel like it's a great conversation right now to have. Okay. First of all, let me talk about this versus battle, okay? Let me talk about this because uh, I knew who well, I was always Team Snow, Jeezy the Goat, man. Y'all already know I was a fan, a Jeezy fan coming into this. So, of course, I was Team Jeezy. I'm not a Gucci Mane fan, but I'm also not not a fan. Like, right? Like, I know his mainstream hits. Freaky Girl was my shit, too. Um, He was one of Nicki first features. Uh, You know, so... I, I, I can appreciate some of his music as it related to the soundtrack of my life coming up in the um, early 2000s. And so... When we came into this, however, because I wasn't a fan, and I do know that this man has 180, what did they say, like 108 or 180 projects, I knew there would be a lot of his music that I didn't know, but I had no idea how much he would play that if you weren't a fan, people wasn't going to know that shit. <laughs> like, um, that was one, so Jeezy went off the music because he responded to a lot of the things with hits. Jeezy was the Southern rapper too, but I'm from the Midwest and it was hella popular. Like we was hella engaged in Jeezy. Um, you, of, of course you had your Gucci fans, but they was kind of in pockets of people. Whereas most people were Jeezy fans, right? So that's the difference there. So one, the music definitely felt like Jeezy just, he just came better with the music. He responded better with the music. Um, so initially when they first came out, of course, you know, our eyes are the first thing that's, that, that appear there, um, that reach them. Right. So the outfit, you know, upon first glance, I give, and I still walk away giving it to Gucci. Um, he definitely hands down one for the fit. The nigga was sharp. I mean, he bought he knew where he was going this is a performance and i'm ready to show up like such he came through <laughs> with his fit i love the color it's fall right now it's not winter i don't care how cold it is where you are it's still fall so the fact that his and it was the fact that he did the peanut butter brown fit coat 
pissy. Like, he was fresh to death. And so, when he played that um, track, it was fitting. <laughs> so, Fly, he, it was definitely fitting. And then, as the battle went on, I recognized that Jeezy was playing old, paying old to his to his old music, right? He was dressed as we were when his most popular shit was blowing up. And I like that. I I, I, I don't give it... It's, it wasn't as visually appealing because it is it's still 2020. <laughs> and I'm with Style Evolution. I don't personally go for guys. And Jeezy's not that guy anymore. I get why he did it. But just as it relates to right now, present day, I don't go for guys in streetwear. So that... That fit for me. Gucci took that. Didn't give him more points though because Jeezy also won because of the way that he handled himself, right? So I'm some people still share and watch. I just imagine that the people who really felt like Gucci won and Gucci, there was nothing wrong with the way that he behaved. I feel like those are the same people that still share fight videos on Facebook. <laughs> I feel like these are the same people that are willing to just share a fight video just because. Like, just because you think that's what someone wants to see and be entertained by. And most of the time it's black people. I think there's those people. (laughs) They don't pop up on my timeline just because they don't. (laughs) Like, the people that um, Facebook has filtered in, because I can't even say I'm not friends with any. But the people that Facebook has filtered into my feed consistently... Don't share things like that because they recognize most people don't find it entertaining. Just like I don't understand or I just didn't find Gucci's behavior entertaining. While it was uncomfortably funny, <laughs> um, it wasn't okay. It was like, what do you do? Do you cringe or laugh? I honestly did both. <laughs> I won't lie to you. Sometimes I did both. He's and that was another thing coming into the battle. I knew I personally, I personally would have preferred music-wise Jeezy and Ti, um, but once it was what it was and it was gonna be Gucci and Jeezy, I recognized that Gucci would bring the energy. He's a clown. I knew that. I said he's he was probably the class clown in school. We knew he's a character, so I knew he would bring some funny energy to it. I definitely knew that. But I didn't know he was bringing the petty like that. I thought he'd really grown up. He he really he really transformed his image. So I thought that was inner outer. I thought that's kind of what that was. I'm I don't follow him. I'm not. I'm, I just I'm not. I'm not a fan. So I don't I don't follow his career. I'm not. I don't follow him on social media. I don't click on interviews that pop up in my YouTube of him. I'm just not a fan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna say that I did watch an interview. Shit, was it with him and see the guy? Where it made me remember why I wasn't a fan. <laughs> like, he just, that's not the type of energy that I want to support. It's not the type of energy that I enjoy. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to be a fan of somebody like that because that's, those are the type of re- that's the reason you're fans. And his music is very, very, very hit or miss. Um, so yeah, I knew he would bring some good humorous energy i just didn't know he was gonna be so heavy on the petty and that really knocked him down it was embarrassing it was cringe um 
I don't like that it felt produced. Swiss and Tim always do a post live. You versus fan, you know that. They always get on live after and just process and digest the um, verses in real time. And so during Swiss's, during the live, the post live, Swiss made a comment and was like, um, he was like that, well, some people watched for negative reasons and um, they thought it was going to go in one way, but we got you. You see how it ended? We got you. And that made me feel like he was saying they produced that type of energy that Gucci was bringing. And then just to make for sure, they knew that. And they also produced it to end with the feature where it all started. Uh, so I, I don't I don't like that. If, if that's what Swiss was saying, if that's what actually happened, like they discussed the manufactured of, you know, well, keep, you know, Gucci, you, you keep that same energy you have for him. And you know what I'm saying? Snow gonna play it cool like he played cool. And then we gonna end with this. This is gonna be so big. I think it was gonna be big anyway. So if they manufactured, or I should say produced that energy, um, like on some loving hip hop shit, you know, like like say the producing, the editing, blah, blah, blah. Producing is setting it up to ensure that it it, it, it comes off a certain type of way. And I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't think that's cool at all. That's the authenticity and keeping it on Instagram is one of the things that we love about Versus. So I don't like that if that was the case. But if it wasn't the case, this was absolutely, uh, well, I don't know. I can't necessarily say it was the best battle because I've seen them all with the exception of three. The gospel celebration, um, RZA and his opponent, and 112 and Jagged Edge. These are the only versus battles I have not seen. So for me, Sean Penn, um, I mean, Sean Garrett and The Dream, that there there hasn't I haven't laughed so much and had so much fun reading the comments on a verses yet. So this was not the best, but it was probably the second best for me battle versus battle period. Um just based off everything. How they showed up, what Jeezy gave back, the energy that he wouldn't feed into, the the jokes that were actually funny that Guap told um and the song choices i think that definitely i definitely feel like this was as we knew it would be a very historical moment in hip-hop and i'm grateful to swiss and tim for that so yeah about this comment though it's like i say that comment really got me thinking like okay let's let's get into it right so black communities our community we're one of the uh, let's let's acknowledge first that black people in general no matter how much money you have are behind the wealth gap more than 40 percent in america so let's start there with acknowledging that um and then move to the conversation about uh Riches versus wealth, right? So, wealth ensures that your children, their children, their grandchildren, that's three generations. So, that ensures that those generations of people are financially stable. Not they getting $2,500 a month, 
you know what I mean? They 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 good to be eating off that insurance for four or five years, um, and passing things on like that's that's not wealth. Uh, so when we think about that, it makes me it makes me sad. Um, as much as the black community that has touched riches uh, behave and how they saunter the riches that they've touched within our community, right? So people who've touched a certain amount of riches, black people who touch a certain amount of riches, they don't go into wealthy white communities wealthy Asian communities, black communities with Arab-owned businesses and flaunt their... Well, they do go to the black communities, yeah. But not in the in the Arab spaces, right? And flaunt their riches or taunt their riches. They don't... They, that's not where they do it at. They do it in our own community... As if we're not all in the same boat and behind the wealth gap. Because most, most of our community that has touched riches cannot pass those riches that they have down to two generations of children. That's not Kiki and her kid. A generation is Kiki Kiki mother, Kiki sister, Kiki grandmother, right? Her child, her child's child, her child's child's child. Those are generations, right? Most of our community that's flaunting these riches, like that would be like, oh yeah, his outfit cost 10K, he lit. Flaunting your riches like that are doing it within our community and we're all still behind that wealth gap. I don't understand that. And I also, too, wanted to know more, like, um, what you guys thought as far as why, right? Now, we're not going to talk about why as it relates to the systematic reasoning. Because we know, ultimately, what you should, you should now understand why. Which is, which is another reason that, in another layer of if you do, why flaunt it within our own community if you know why everyone else is behind, too? It just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And it's really a sad, sad thing for me to see within our communities. People do that. Um, I didn't feel, I didn't blink my eye or feel no type of way at that particular point of the battle when Gucci talked about how much his outfit cost. And, and um, Jeezy replied with, uh, with how much real estate he has. I really didn't blink my eye. I appreciated that moment because it really is, it shows that Jeezy recognizes the influence of culture and where our minds as black people need to be and where we, where this culture needs to be pushing us forward, right? So, um, now that we... Things are changing systematically. Things are changing aesthetically for black people and logistically, I should say, for black people in communities. African-American women are some of the most educated people in America, right? African-American women are the leading entrepreneurial group right now, projected till at least 2030. Um, so 
we are in a better position. We still have a lot. We still have a lot to break down. A lot of things that are being exposed, um, ways in which we've been being continuously held back and um, unable to progress within that gap. A, a lot of that is changing, and things are being knocked down. Um, the, the stories about people, families getting different appraisals. That's a big thing. Owning land. Owning our properties is a huge part of generational wealth, right? Because if I own that and I'm putting, you're putting equity into that home. That's money that I can take out later. This home is a piece of, is ownership that I can give back. That is assisting with generational wealth. It always has. So within the other communities, it always has, right? Even when it comes to um, like, other cultures see this. They get this bigger picture and, 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 and understand the, ne- the necessity to keep things like homes that our people have owned within the families and not sell them for the money, right? They get that, which is why we can't be mad that Asians come over here, buy businesses, and they're able to make money within our communities that they're continuously, it's like they say, how long you been going to the Asians? How long that Asian been in your um, neighborhood? Probably the last 15, 20 years, because guess what? When Susu passed, Susu passed it down to 10. 10 her, her, is her kid. 10 didn't want it, so 10 passed it on to her sister. They do that. They recognize the importance of keeping any type of wealth or ownership that you have within your family to pass it down. That's our community is one of the only ones that it's, it's like closed fists. Like once they get that money in their hands, our communities are some of the only ones to close their fists. Like no, mine, mine, mine. Because we are so used to not having access to it. We feel like we're still at a point where they can take it. If, you, if, if you've acquired it, I think a certain amount of riches, it's like we still feel like we need to hold on to it. You got to hold on to it. You got to hold on to it. Because somebody's going to take it from us. And... I appreciate that um, social media, we're at a time where social media is giving us a different perspective and take on this and opening our eyes to teach us different and better, right? So when it comes to like um, like the BB Judy's of the world, um, the real BB Judy Kaleidoscope owner uh, and founder, spectacular he's really really good he teaches a lot he does um like financial advising for people and while these people are selling this knowledge this stuff is investment right these are the type of things that you can feel good about spending 10k on because you know there's gonna be a return for what you got on it it's people felt so empowered and um i think geeked over that statement that jeezy made because we recognize how foolish it is to spend 10k on something that will give you nothing back right give you or the wealthiest or riches you've already acquired nothing back it's gonna do nothing for that and this just seems foolish to most of us and i'm glad that we're in such a space 
that's that's different. That's way different than when we when even when I was coming up in the early 2000s, spending 10k on office could have been a big fucking deal. Like that that's that would that would have went a longer way than in a 2020. And I appreciate that we are in a place like that. And I really adore and appreciate influencers and creators who are continuously pushing that narrative as well as giving the knowledge of how to get to these better spaces of how better to spend these monies right because I see a lot too where a a lot of our people are coming up a lot of our people are following these modes that are out there are going after these blueprints that have been set of how to gain some type of wealth um but they don't want to share the pie, right? They're not helping people. They're 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 posting their investment stats or they're talking about the investments that they made, but they're not telling people what they invested in. They won't share with people what app did you get these stats off of. They don't want to share with people, well, how much did you invest and when did you see this back? They don't want to share that. And that's that's on a smaller scale. They're not influencers, they're not creators. So they don't have a platform like these, like the BB Judy's and the spectaculars. Or um, Kenzie, Kez Williams, or Kenzie, no, I think it's Kenzie Williams um, on Instagram. I share a lot of her things. She is very adamant about making for sure she pushes the black community forward. And she teaches us how to gain wealth, not riches. The things that she puts out there is going to get money continuously create a money flow so that you don't have to worry about it ending or feeling like you need to hurry up to the next hustle to ensure that you continue you keep that money coming right these people are putting it out there to help you acquire wealth not just riches and it makes me sad that the people who have smaller platforms that the people who are getting to a bag on a way smaller scale nowhere near riches or even wealth um but yet they're still getting to it in order to create that foundation of building their riches to gain wealth but what's what's the point of not sharing it why can't why why don't why doesn't our community want the full community to move forward black people as a whole and in general to gain wealth and be able to continuously pass that on like i'm not under i'm not i'm not understanding that and i i strongly believe um that it is associated still a lot of us are still within that that mindset that um everybody can't be in the house right right like the field niggas couldn't stand the house niggas they knew everybody couldn't be in the house they they knew that but it didn't make them resentful or hateful of the niggas that was in the house anymore right and the niggas in the house thought they was better but you was still in the house doing what you warm granted no less but doing things for the next person's household with no freedom or say as to how you were being affected by what you were asked to do, nor were you being paid. So that mindset though, that psyche that continued to pass down, um, I'm sad to know that it still has a hold on so many people in our communities. If you have any time, I share any and every type of knowledge that I come in common with, right? Even if I yet haven't had a chance to 
um, incorporate something or put something into play that I've learned. Even if I haven't had a chance to explore a resource yet, I'm sharing that shit. What? Like any knowledge I have to somebody's journey, even if I haven't had a chance to utilize it yet and I know it's useful because it's from a trusted source, I'm going to share it. Anytime when I do finally um, get an actual investment portfolio and layout, if I share stats, I'm going to let you know what this stat came from. This is my six month in from a 500K investment through this app into this company because it's going to help someone, right? I am someone who wants, I'm black. Like I'm really, really pro-black. Like I'm really that. I want black people to win. I want black people to do great. And I want black people to, to continuously have children that are that are that are bred into a life life of luxury, right? So that this mindset is gone. We don't have to continuously give this my my mind mindset. I want my my children, their children, and their children's children to continuously see black people successful, to continuously see black people wealthy, so that they won't feel like anything they acquire in life they need to hoard because there's so much of it out here already. Why hoard what I have to offer? financially or logistically you know i don't i think that's a major a major thing in our community that i really hope we get rid of um gucci is stuck he's one of those people that's stuck in that mindset because he threw that 10k outfit comment out there like that really had an effect on how much this man has been able to gain financially it's just like juicy said he said i came from nothing like literally came from nothing, sleeping on floors and couches, my nigga. And I've been able to acquire all of this. What the fuck I look like throwing out here or throwing at you or anybody else in this room a 10K fucking outfit? What the fuck I look like? Like, he, like, Gucci was one of them niggas that if he did make it in the house, baby, he was going to be uh, Samuel Jackson off Django. <laughs> I, I imagine that that would it's them type of niggas right i hope i'm glad that we um we have a lot of different things people and resources to bring us to a better place um but i i hope that more of our community takes hold of that and wants to push us in a better in a better place right wants us as a whole to move forward because i see a lot of oh y'all won't Y'all want the white man to stop the police and the white man to stop killing us, but we kill us too. That's a divided standpoint. Um, you see a lot of uh, well, I ain't, I ain't worried about the the next man bag, but yet the same person to be willing to put out there how broke nigga talk or how broke nigga move. That's a divided mindset, right? Like. If you have something better to offer about how that black man is moving and how why his bag is stag is stagnant, share that. What does it do for you, black man, black woman, black people, to down how the next black person lives or is not living um, as it relates to what they're gonna gain? It's it, it in life. What what does it do for you to down them? When so many people out here are already doing that. Push our community forward. Uplift our community at all standpoints. Like, I don't see what's wrong with that. I don't see why. That does not say do not hold people accountable, right? That's not what that says. That's not saying that if 
if someone's doing wrong, like say they, they, they don't see no other way to get it out here other than robbing people, other than taking from people, other than stealing from people. Hold them accountable and help them recognize that you on the wrong track. That's the wrong move to be making. That's not where we go, how we move. And if that is what you want to do, I'm going to leave you on that side because that's a choice that you're making. You know, that's, that's not because I'm not trying to show you something different. It's a choice that you're making, right? Pull them up, but hold them accountable too. Make for sure they know that that's, you're not fucking with them if they're moving like that. That's holding them accountable. But if you want to move different, then I'm going to show you something. That's assisting them in moving forward. Like, I'm not saying don't hold people accountable. I just wish that the black community was willing to uplift and push our community forward more. If you know something, show somebody. <laughs> if you've learned something, teach somebody. If you've earned something, spread that knowledge. Like... There is it's nothing wrong with that, guys. We we're 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 still behind. <laughs> You're still gonna be a part of the black community, no matter how much riches you gain. You're still gonna be a part of the black community that is behind in a general whole. So even if you are moving forward and you don't want to share, shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> that's simple too. <laughs> Live your life, get your money, do for your kids, and shut the fuck up. Don't front saunter or think other people are going to give a fuck about what you have how you got into where you got into if you're not trying to share that knowledge or reach your hand back it just makes no sense and you look ignorant as fuck so yeah <laughs> that's all for today that's just a conversation that i wanted to have and um hopefully have some people engage me and give me some feedback as to um, other than the influencers and the creators and the, the things that I put forward, like how do we continuously uplift and push the black community forward so that we are able to gain wealth so that generation, the generations to come in our community is in a different position and we don't have to worry about what we do gain to be taken from us. Uh, I'm grateful for this conversation. I'm grateful that people are talking about it and I'm really glad that in 2020, we as the black people are in a space where Gucci is currently being clowned and memed on social media for trying to f floss a 10K outfit. I, I, that just warms my heart. <laughs> that just warms my heart to see that that we're in such a space. I really am. And shout out to Jeezy. Um, I've seen a couple memes trying to clown him talking about they couldn't find the real estate and, and just stop. <laughs> stop and let's not act like we um we're smarter than we are right so when you when you purchase something it doesn't have to be purchased in your government name when you own businesses you can always purchase under your businesses for tax cuts as well as ways to let the government tell it hide money, but it's essentially dispersing your money in a more smart way in order to, that's another way to gain and get to wealth. Um, it's dispersing your money in the right way and making for sure there are enough pots to do so. Uh, so let's, let's not go all off on a tangent about what we think we can find and what is easily accessible of these people's personal lives and finances. Let's not do that. And even me, I'm nosy as fuck, okay? <laughs> Anybody who know me know I'm nosy. I don't have no problems with it either because I'm not messy. Like, I don't like to know things to be able to 
unless it's assistant, unless it's going to move something or someone forward. I don't like to know things just to be able to talk about people or to be able to share people's business and shit like that. That ain't what it is. I genuinely just like to know shit. So I don't have no problems with being nosy. And even I'm not looking for how many businesses this man has, uh, what properties is in what business names, uh, how many things his mama own. And I'm nosy as hell. And I'm just, I just know that that's personal. Leave that man finances alone. If he said he owned half of Atlanta, that's what he said. He knew the stage that he was on and the magnitude of a statement like that and how it could run um, with you, with the platform that he was on. So, y'all cut it out and don't be ignorant, okay? Um, so, yes, guys, that's all I have for today. It's Friday, post verses and... This weekend is it. <laughs> um, definitely look forward to another episode next week. What's happening Wednesday. Uh, I love y'all for listening. All right. I thank y'all for caring by sharing my podcast. Thank y'all for returning. And I will see y'all next time. <laughs>